Once upon a time, Vicky was trapped by the curse of her thoughts. It had her believing she was powerless, imperfect, and weak. Then one day, the curse started to lessen, and Vicky could see a little clearer. As each day passed, her thoughts improved until she broke free. She then began creating magic in her life. Now, Vicky is getting ready to marry her Prince Charming. This is her manifesting success story. Hello and welcome to this episode. This is the fourth in the series with Vicky, who if you've been listening for the past um, couple of months, you've been listening to her journey from about two or three years in uh, to her law of attraction manifesting success, maybe just one year in, um, to now, which we're recording this April 1st, 2023, where she has been using the law of attraction right for the past five years. <laughs> is that the way I should say it? <laughs> because it's so right but it's so on the nose <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so if this does happen to be the first time that you've clicked on our show go back to the past couple episodes go back all the way to the start of vicky's journey um and you'll really understand that statement because like me vicky is you know there was there's two points of your law of attraction journey one where you weren't doing it right and one where you figured out how to do it right and it's working yeah. Um, yeah. And so you've been in that phase of manifesting and creating su- successfully for about five mm-hmm. years. And we're going to keep talking about why that is and what's the difference in what you've been doing. So last episode, we talked about all these things that you were doing, um, how it might've even been making you feel more depressed when you were trying to use the law of attraction to create a better life. So go back and listen to that. But where we're going to start this week is very fun. Uh, Vicki, does your life look exactly the way you wanted it to look five years ago? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I know. I know. And like, that might sound like, oh, she must have done it wrong, but it's not. I like, I had kind of an aha, like two and a half years in pretty much halfway through, I don't know, maybe three years in somewhere in there. Like the, anyway, um, I realized kind of all at once that the life I was pushing, looking back, I was pushing the life I was pushing to create was no longer feeling good. And it was like no longer resonating with me. I no longer felt the pull to be a movie star or a Broadway star. (laughs) I just like, it was kind of an aha. I wanted something. I just like, I kind of woke up one day and was like, I want something different. This is not the life I want. (sighs) Right. Either the life I was living and also the life I was like on the path for. Yeah. So my life doesn't look like how I wanted it when I started. And thank goodness, because I don't want it that way anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, I will share my thoughts on why I think that happens, but I would love to hear like your, your training to be a coach by this time this comes out, you probably will be taking clients. So if you love Vicky's mm-hmm. story, go to enchanted life, you, and you can register to work with her, um, mm-hmm. and pay us after you manifest. But as a coach, as somebody who's been making the law of attraction work for five years, like, do you have any suspicions or do you know why that aha popped up or how that was created? Um, if not, that's I, cool. Well, I think it's because I 
like I will, I think part of it was like, no, it's not it. It it was generalizing, like learning Mm -hmm. how to generalize what I wanted and not go off of other people's um, ideas of success. Yeah. Um, And not that anyone was telling me what success looked like, but you know, Mm -hmm. you you get social cues from people and and the world who growing up, what success looks like. And, but through the work with you, I learned how to open up to see lots of things as success, not just the yacht, which like, I don't want, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and by opening up and accepting and celebrating all different kinds of success, I think it opened me up to um, receiving the inspiration that what I was initially creating was not, was no longer success in my mind. Yes. Like I wanted something different. I I think that's an amazing answer and hugely a part of it. And um, which ties into what I'm about to say, which is, I think when we script and we really script, we use our formula, we use the dedicated way of stepping into your future self. um, That scripting is so real that Mm -hmm. oftentimes we, we get what we thought we wanted through the script and we're like, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't need any more of that. Mm-hmm. I actually want that like it, because we have been so like, you know, for a long time and for you, you're an actor. So of course the definition of success was a movie or a Broadway star, right? Nobody mm-hmm. teaches actors to um, like go do things that make you feel good and live a fun life right? It's Mm -hmm. always a push for this. It's always a push. And if you're not getting it, you're not, you're probably not good enough and all these Mm -hmm. other things, but it's not really taught, like create this fun life and, and do a production because it feels fun, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, You know, that's why you start in the beginning, but then when we start pushing that to be a career or a job or even a dream, um, I think that that, then we automatically start to go with what you're talking about that those success points. And that's the only thing that means I was successful at it. Not do I love it and I love my life. And so I think when we start to script those things, we really get to be like, huh, that was really cool. And yeah, I don't want that. And Mm. it doesn't mean the script was wrong. It means it was part of us being able to see that bigger picture, that opening. What else is success? What do I really want? I could totally have Mm. that because I can see it, feel it, taste it. I know it's Mm. possible, but then you really get to choose like, yeah, but I don't want it instead of like trying to push for it because you think that's the only way to get it. And how freaking powerful is that? That like, this is everyone else's definition of success and X, Y, Z, and I don't need it. Yeah. It's so powerful. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I love the way you said that because so much about like truly learning how to manifest is about identifying your own versions of success and what feels good to you. And, you know, I don't think people talk about that enough in LOA and teaching LOA is learning how to honor and hear your own guidance and your own wants and needs. I think there's a lot of definitions around success and prosperity and abundance. And people think if I'm not getting what everybody else says is success, then I'm failing. But you can find your own definition of all of these things. And that's really powerful. 
Absolutely. And that own definition, those things that are really true for you that don't come from the outside manifest way quicker than anything you're trying to push. Right. 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 Which is like, that's, yeah, it's so powerful. It's, it's funny that people don't talk about that more or coach that more when they're teaching LOA is to like, find what's true to you and inside you for you and go use that as your diving board. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So is there any other differences in, you know, that we want to talk about as terms of like why this is working, why your life looks different now? Um, I mean, a little bit of worthiness too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I had to learn how to be worthy of love and kindness and respect to yeah. open up, to let go of certain things that were not giving me love and kindness, respect, (laughs) and like to say, I am worthy of this and you're not giving it to me. So bye. (laughs) And, um, opening up to more because I felt, I finally felt I was worthy of good and all of the good things I wanted. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. And worthiness is huge. And I think it's where people get, twisted you know there's sometimes this well if you don't have it it must mean you don't believe you're worth it but then Mm -hmm. the ways that we go about building that worth don't often work Mm -hmm. um I saw it with you and I see it with a lot I see it with myself too is like scripting and really being in it and then choosing and practicing every day is that's how we change that worthiness right like we kind of we see ourselves getting it in this future place And then we start to act on that and really, oh, yeah, I am worth that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so powerful. Like the biggest part, I think, is is making choices in your day-to-day life that reflect that worthiness. It's like I choose to no longer be here because you're being an a-hole or like, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, or, or, you know, I choose to continue hanging out with you or like continue doing X, Y, Z because it makes me feel worthy and again, kind of going back to other people's definitions of um, what, what makes you feel worthy too. Yes, absolutely. So tell us about the difference between the first two and a half years that you're, you know, using the law of attraction, right. And being successful and compared to the last two and a half years Um, for you, I think there's definitely kind of a middle point where two and a half years with something and two and a half years with something else. So what was the question? What was the difference? Yeah. Between the first two and a half years, what do you think you spent? What were the first two and a half years about versus the, the last mm. two and a half years? I, the first two and a half years, I think were about building trust and, um, confidence, um, and opening up like, yeah. And, and opening up and, and learning. I like, I want to back up a little bit because the first two and a half years, I feel like I was trying to create a dream I had created when I was 17 yeah. and I was doing a lot of pushing to get that 17 year old dream fulfilled. And I was doing a lot of forcing and pushing and clinging to it. And around when I turned 30, which is about two and a half years in, or no, around when I turned Wait, when did I start working with you? Doesn't matter. I started working with you. And um, then like two and a half years in, I got this epiphany. And I think 
like working with you is what taught me how to keep all of the doors open and generalize and learn how you can name lots of things as abundance and not just the dream you created when you're 17. <laughs> like yes. All, all of these different things can be abundance. It doesn't have to be this one specific outline you created for yourself at a certain point in time, because that was true for me at the time. And it was what I wanted, but like, I, I don't know, you grow, you learn things change, life changes. And I no longer want that 17 year old's dream. I want the dream I have now for myself. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about on, you know, that and what's the difference between your life that you thought you'd have and the life now that you've created? Well, I would like to point out the fact I'll, I, I want to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Um, I, it took me, like, I decided I wanted a different life, like two and a half, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And now I have it. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that is so quick. Um, right? and it's yes. And it's such a good point because sometimes that first work we do all of the things where we're like, we're still pushing something that we wanted, but we're also getting it, you know, through the mm -hmm. lobby, like scripting mostly and doing all that, like mm -hmm. it's opening us up and then it comes real fast when we get you know, it's funny because we say like it comes fast when we get clear and it does, but sometimes you got to do some work to get the clarity that is not being specific, which is weird because right. I think most I people, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to, it's sometimes hard to quantify. Like you, we want to be specific in certain areas and very mm -hmm. general in other areas. And I had to learn how to get general before mm -hmm. I could get specific. Amazing. And like trust the generic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I love yeah. that. Just the generic. Amazing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so what were three LOA mistakes that you were making five years ago? I was micromanaging my manifesting, AKA not trusting and like focusing on the how, like, how mm -hmm. do I get this? How do I manifest this? How do I become a star? X, Y, yada, yada. I was, um, using money and spending money to numb my feelings instead of feeling my feelings. Mm. Um, and I was not applying my manifesting lessons to my everyday life to like the rest of my time outside of the work. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, all right. So what are three keys you would tell listeners today that, you know, makes the law of attraction work to manifest money in your dreams? So there's like, I think, yeah. What, if there's more than three, that's fine. No, there's more. Well, these three, I think are good foundational things to, to start from. Um, so the first one is celebrate when you can, because as we all know, through law of attraction, what you focus on, you get more of. So celebrating, I call it focus on crack. It's like you're focusing <laughs> on something, but you're giving it like lots of really big, juicy energy when you're uh -huh. celebrating. So by celebrating something you want more of, you are giving it a lot of focus in that moment. And it's super fun also to celebrate other people's successes and things that you want to. So like if your friend like gets a new job, that's $20,000 more than their last job, you celebrate the heck out of that. Cause that's awesome. That's evidence of money showing up in your life. So when you celebrate that, like someone else's success, you are also focusing on that success coming to you. So celebrate when you can, um, awareness is the key to change. My second tip, 
Mm-hmm. Because when you bring your awareness to your everyday thoughts, actions, and words, you automatically bring control and power to them and to yourself. You will be able to notice your thoughts and actions, and you'll be able to stop it immediately or later on decide that you are going to write a new story. So awareness is very important. And then a big, a big one here, feel your feelings. I'm all about feeling your feelings. Um, once you learn how to feel your feelings without words or judgment, like we would call it story here, but it was helpful for me in the beginning to say like, no words, just feel the feelings, no words anywhere. It's just feelings. And once you get good at that, feeling your feelings is way less drama. I mean, like you feel big feelings, but it's less drama. Um, and even like scheduling time to feel your feelings. Don't get weird about that. Just schedule the 15, 20, 30 minutes to an hour you need and don't judge it. Just give yourself time to feel the feelings. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. What's the most surprising thing that you've learned over the last five years? Um, how truly powerful I am. Yes. Yay. And how things just appear for me now. I don't have to like decide I want something and then Google 18 different ways to manifest it. I can just like kind of show up and live my life and it, the things I want fall before me. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, and I just want to wrap up with talking about this very, very cool, concrete difference. You know, right now mm-hmm. you, you technically don't have a job. I mean, you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, you manifested a job ending, I think in the most perfect timing for the next phase of your life. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and, but you have more money now, right. That you're not mm-hmm. working than you did when you first started and you had three jobs. Tell us about that. Yeah. Let me just repeat that. Louder for the folks in the back. <laughs> I have more money now being quote unquote unemployed than I did when I was working three jobs or more and like five hours a day of manifesting work before I started at Enchanted Life U. Amazing. And I actually want to add a qualifier. You're not getting unemployment, right? Mm. This isn't like, right. oh, like somehow somebody's like, oh, well, you know, because somehow she's getting more from unemployment. No, this is like without unemployment, no salary. There is more Mm -hmm. money in your bank account. You are more, um, solid in your finances than when you started and you had over three jobs. Right. Isn't that so cool? And I felt like there was a time when, um, back when I was working all those gig jobs, if I was down to like two jobs, I'd kind of panic and be like, I need to get another job. I'm not going to make enough money. Yeah. I am like, taking two naps a day. (laughs) Yes. Not stressed at all. And like taking leisurely walks and painting my nails and just like living this leisure life with all of this money sitting in my bank account. And I couldn't have done this without Enchanted Life U. And a little selfishly, I couldn't have done it without the dedication I put in and the continuing to show up every day. Yes. That's not selfish. It's about you. Like it is the dedication to yourself, right? So it can be all this great program. There can be an amazing coach, but if you're not willing to show up for yourself, and especially if you're not willing to show up for yourself when it sucks, Mm -hmm. then, um, because growing sometimes just sucks. We've talked about that. I'm sure in previous episodes, but you're not willing to show up for yourself. It doesn't matter how good 
any program is or any coaches or any friend is or any book is anything like that, because it's the commitment to yourself that, that creates the change, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I love that. Um, amazing. And you are in the process of manifesting a job, right? Mm-hmm. You've set your intention and what are you doing yeah. in the meantime? Because you, <laughs> what are you doing now <laughs> to help um, you manifest that? Nothing. I'm just <laughs> to do yes. the daily work, the daily assignments, just like normal, and um, like continuing to plan my wedding like normal, and yeah, continuing to have a social life like normal. And pra- actually, I am doing something extra. I'm practicing being present. It feels like I have all this extra space, so I've been like yes. focusing a lot. I'm being present and breathing and listening and hearing and keeping my phone in a different room. That kind of stuff. Amazing. And you are still following inspiration, right? You're not just expecting someone to knock on your door and like, say, come work for me. You're leaving all this space and being present and do and will follow inspiration when it comes. Yeah. And I have been following inspiration a bunch of times. I mean, like all the time, but like in terms of the job finding is, yeah, I've been following inspiration and a couple of them have, have led to good things. So, and it's been fun to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I've gotten a bunch of job offers that I just have been like, this doesn't feel good. I can't explain it. I'm not, I'm not, it's a no. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so huge. Oh, that's like a whole other episode is like, yeah. but we can, we can sum it up. What you've learned is how to say no to things that don't feel good, which makes manifesting so much easier. Yeah. Because just in this job example, if you say yes to a job that doesn't feel good, that means it's not aligned. And so you're going to spend, I don't know, one, two, three, six months there trying to manifest that job to be better when what you should have done was just listen to your gut, which is what you're doing now. Um, Listen to your gut, not taking that job, maybe waited another week and taken the job that was aligned. Right. And that's where the magic is like sitting in this discomfort of no job and like not a schedule to adhere to every single day and living into it and loving in it, loving it and trusting that my inspired action will draw me to the right place. And even I said, I'm doing like a trial shift this week Mm -hmm. at a restaurant that that was, we should just do a whole nother episode at some point about like the difference between, um, like when we say, is it a hell yes and no mm-hmm. versus is it inspired action? Like I had a quiet yes. Yes. Inspired yes. So we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> uh, I love it. All right. Obviously we're going to continue to follow Vicky's journey. Vicky is, um, and when this episode comes out, like I said, probably is taking clients. Um, you can, yes, right. Yay. <laughs> because um, she will still have a job as she transitions to coaching because coaching here allows you to do more than one thing. That's the way I set it up. It's the way I want it to be. Whether that's always a, probably won't always be a server job, might look more Mm -hmm. like acting or helping kids in theater, Mm -hmm. teaching them. Um, But you get to do both because coaching isn't overwhelming. It's just part and it's amazing. And Mm -hmm. 
you, you know how to create the time in your life. So if you love Vicki, you loved her story and you want to learn and work with her, you want her to be as your coach, your cheerleader, go to enchantedlifeu.com, sign up for pay after you manifest and choose Vicki to be your abundance facilitator, your coach on your own manifesting um, journey, success story journey. Yay. Come join us. Yay. I know. Right. Anything else you want to add Vicki as we wrap up? Um, let go and go live everyone. Yes, there it is. Let go and go live. We'll see you next time. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, We as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.